Good evening and welcome back to For Your Amusement, the podcast where we discuss theme parks all around the country and all for your amusement. I'm here with my friends Nolan and Nick. Guys, welcome. What is up? Thanksgiving. You know, I was just about to say, I was literally just about to say <laughs> that. Yeah, we were talking about it this last podcast with uh, Harry Potter being 20 years old and how fast time goes, yada yada, but... Every year we say the same shit. Oh, I can't believe the holiday season is here, but God damn it, I can't believe the holiday season's here already. Uh, Kyle, Kyle lives in New York, so he gets to experience all four seasons. Nolan and I live in Florida. We get to experience uh, anything but summer. Um, hey, it's a little hey. bit cooler now. Yeah, yeah it's true. That, <laughs> that is true. It is a little bit cooler now. It's like 85, but no, I'm just kidding. It, it's nice. It's like mid-60s at night now, but... You guys have any plans for uh, for Thanksgiving? You guys uh, got anything? You going for a big feast? Favorite dish? Nolan, you go first. Uh, I got nothing too crazy. Typical food. Watching the Cowboys lose, hopefully. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I'm interested to see what Kylo says because there's a lot going on in, in the city with the Macy's Parade and mm. they had a bunch of other stuff going on, I know, too. Yeah, um, I, I'm not going to the Macy's Parade, but I'm excited <laughs> to watch it. <laughs> I do watch it. Um, I know there's, yeah, there's a bunch of uh, new balloons, and Baby Yoda balloon is debuting. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, there's some good uh, Broadway shows that are playing uh, this year, and, you know, so that'll be fun. Other than that, I'm heading to my uncle's for Thanksgiving, so nothing too out of the ordinary. Uh, Kyle, have you ever been to the uh, parade? before i have not so so there are a couple of things that i mean you don't really do when you're not a tourist and <laughs> like the thanksgiving parade is definitely one of them um i mean if it's anything like new year's eve um i wouldn't do it just because it's so cold you probably have to stand there for hours and hours beforehand and it's yeah it's a little too much <laughs> i do not blame you Crowds and cold weather certainly don't mix. Um, I don't know how they do it for New Year's Eve. That shit's crazy, sitting out there for that long, freezing your ass off. Um, In all of my my years of being alive, I've never gone out for Thanksgiving to a restaurant. And this year I am. And home cooking is, like, the best. My mom's a really good cook. I mean, I'm a good cook, too, but she's, like, a really good cook. And I might... This year might be the most disappointing year if the food sucks. So, <laughs> fingers crossed that they don't fuck it up. But well, wh- uh, I mean, where are you going? What type of I'm restaurant? A- I'm actually going to a steakhouse, Kyle. I know oh, you would be, that's amazing. You'd be I would all for it. In a heartbeat. You, do you you know the Capitol Grill? Of course, I love Capitol Grill. Yeah, so we're going there for Thanksgiving because we apparently decided to be bougie as fuck for Thanksgiving for whatever fucking stupid reason. I'd rather cook a turkey and have it burned in my oven. But it is what it is. No, I'll uh, switch places with you. <laughs> so what? Somebody steak, gone. What steak do you like? What are you gonna get? That's the question. Uh, okay, that's okay. So this is a good question. What steak am I gonna get? I'm going to a steakhouse, but they're offering the full fixins traditional Thanksgiving dinner. And any other night, I would get a steak, but I can't go at Thanksgiving without eating turkey. So I'm just gonna go with that. And I guess they have like a whole platter for like desserts, which I'm really looking forward to. 
pumpkin pie, apple pie, cheesecake, the whole nine. So wow, hopefully so, it's good. Oh, absolutely, it sounds great. So I'm curious though, if if you were gonna have steak, what steak <laughs> do you like? Um, I'm a fillet guy. Me too. Uh, I'm a ribeye guy. Nice. I'm a I'm a steak guy. Porterhouse, whatever. Yeah. Um, if if anybody out there is listening and you go to the Capitol Grill in your life for your birthday or whatever. They have this thing they offer called the Kona Rub. It's like coffee grinds on the steak mixed with like this like reduction sauce. Like it is top tier. Probably one of the best steaks I've ever eaten in my life. So really, shout out to the Capitol Grill. Wow. Yeah, uh, whoever eats a uh, steak medium well should be in prison. Facts. <laughs> that's that's facts. Very true. Very true. Um, that is, uh, Mike the Banker, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, so this is not a Thanksgiving or steak podcast. We, Unfortunately. uh, we love all that stuff. We are supposed to love D23, but honestly, Nolan was the first one to chime in on this when it happened. I don't think there's many people that were too happy with the way that it went. So Nolan, you want to kick this off? Um, yeah, so if you guys don't know, D23 is a huge expo for Disney, um, kind of like their one yearly thing where they announce different projects and new things coming out and whatnot, and uh, people thought, I guess, with COVID uh, kind of nearing the end or over the hump, you know, they would have, like, a lot more things they could look forward to, but uh, that wasn't the case, um, <laughs> the, so pretty much they announced parades that they've had before. Um, there's some rides that we'll discuss that they talked about. There's no, um, release date or opening date with the Tron coaster. They just say <laughs> next year and then hopefully by next year they'll have like something, but I, I don't know what's happening with that. And a lot of people are just pretty upset because it was just very unlike Disney in a way just because of like they kind of just did whatever was the minimal, you know? So mm-hmm. that's why people were like that. So I – maybe you know this, maybe you don't. I heard as a rumor that on the last day, Captain Chapstick <laughs> was supposed to open up the event, but he missed it because mm-hmm. he had a scheduling conflict with a dinner for Bob Iger send-off. Is that true? That's what I saw, yes. <laughs> okay. Now, it, as this, go ahead. Doesn't mean it was the actual thing. I don't know, but okay. that's <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. So I have a feeling, as the CEO of a company, um, priorities are everything. I'm pretty sure Bob Chapek would be okay with him missing his fucking dinner. Um, this was a, a big mistake on his part, especially being a new, fresh CEO and trying to make good rapport with everybody that's spending money to get into your parks. Um, it kind of means everything to at least show face, even if it's for 10 minutes and a hop on a private jet to go see Bob. Um, but, uh, he, he didn't for whatever reason, that is a very telling sign with all of the, um, rollouts that they're doing right now and pullbacks that they're doing for budget cuts and whatever. I know they just had their earnings call recently and they made a, a bunch of different cuts throughout parks throughout the world. Um, as far as disappointments go, there's a longer list than, uh, what we're excited about. So let's start with good news. Nolan, what were you most excited about from D23? Um, I was pretty excited with the the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 
coaster ride, dark ride, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, they came out with an opening date of, I believe, uh, I have to look it up, but I believe it was either, I'm not sure if they gave an exact date, but I know for sure it was summer of this or of next year, which is oh wow, pretty soon. Uh, don't mean to cut you off. Summer 2022. There we go. Bang, bang. So, yeah. So, next summer. And, I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, um, I don't know the last kind of – I don't know how thrill ride this will be, you know. But, I mean, based off the technology that they, they've shown and the technology that they are capable of doing, um, I mean, I don't know the last thrill ride that Disney has really done and – in a hot minute besides maybe Everest, you know? I Do you guys think of anything? Probably Rise of the Resistance, I would have to say. Yeah, I would yeah. consider that to be a thrill ride. That's, yeah, it's just like a dark ride, you know? Yeah. Uh, I so, mean, I think dog, sort of. <laughs> That's about yeah, it. I guess. Do, you con- do you consider uh, Avatar? No. Flight of Passage? No. No, no, it's more of a simulator. Maybe uh, like Seven Dwarfs Mind. Park. Yeah, that would that would be closer. Yeah. Again, we're still not hot. But we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they don't they don't really yeah they don't have anything. Yeah, so it's been a hot minute, and I mean they saw the uh, Tower of Terror, um, in California what they did with that with Guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of excited to see what they kind of do with um, with the uh, the ride. But I think that they also um introduced um I think it was the raccoon or. What's what's the raccoon? Rocky, name? Rocky. Rocky. Yes, yeah. they they showed him as an animatronic, and it looked pretty cool. I really? will give him that. Yeah, um, it wasn't fully done. I think he was like half naked, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, what they had so far, it looked like really cool. So, uh, that ride is gonna be one of two things. One of the best things Disney's ever put out. Or just another mediocre project. And I have a feeling it's going to be great. It looks like it's going to be a ton of fun. Um, I'm not a big uh, superhero guy or Guardians of the Galaxy fan. Whatever. I could take it or leave it. But I think Disney does things well with not having you worry too much about seeing the movies and whatnot. It's still fun regardless. Um, Nolan, do you have anything you wanted to talk about next with D23? or Because I was going to talk about the... The downtown Disney thing. I know you go. All right, so Disneyland is going to get a, uh, I guess, like a facelift to their downtown Disney portion, which is kind of, if you've been to downtown Disney or Disney Springs in Florida, you know that that's kind of like a park in itself. It's uh, almost like a little town. It's uh, pretty big. They just recently redid it in the last like couple years, and it's probably one of the best shopping experiences in the city orlando it's pretty crazy what they did so disneyland is going to get kind of like a epcot futuristic facelift to it um obviously there's going to be restaurants and um a variety of shops from probably upscale to you know typical souvenirs and whatnot now when we get more um details on this i always love to see what they come out with restaurant wise to see if we get like a themed restaurant Upscale restaurant, quick service, whatever. Um, but I know they have some some hat tips to the original Disney parks and from the New York World's Fair uh, architecturally, which is really uh, interesting. The concept art is out there. It doesn't really show too much. It shows you more of an overview aesthetically rather than, uh, 
I guess, specifics. But uh, I thought that was pretty interesting because it definitely needed a facelift, sort of like Universal needs with um, CityWalk. Um, another thing that they announced, which I thought was kind of interesting, was the Hey Disney voice assistant, which basically is a ripoff of uh, Amazon's Alexa, basically. Um, how do you guys feel about the Magic Bands? You want them to keep going with that, or do you think they could they could do something better? Switch it to your phone or whatever. Um, I mean, I've not, I haven't experienced it yet, but uh, I mean, I kind of think of it like the Tabu Tabu at Volcano Bay. Obviously, it's a lot more advanced than Disney, but I mean, I I think it's pretty cool. Um, just the way you can just like, bam, there's your wrist, and that's it. You know, um, and customize it, and I I think it's a cool feature in my opinion. Kyle? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I didn't have any issue with it. Uh, it was really easy when I used it, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, I mean, it's it's definitely easier than like having your. I think than having it be on your phone, just because you know, if you don't want to bring your phone to the park in case you don't you want to lose it or something like that, you know, it's easy to tap in. So I'm okay with it. It's also a big money maker. These magic bands, they're not complimentary anymore. Um... But it's uh, kind of interesting how it went from this uh, like ticket access thing to basically not having your vacation planned on your wrist, which is really crazy. And I know they're come out, coming out with some exclusive designs and whatnot for mm-hmm. those, those people who collect uh, magic bands to match their ears or their outfits or whatever. Um, let me see really fast. Before we go to the last thing that they unveiled... Nolan, do you have anything else that uh, stuck out to you from D23? Um, I did say um, at the end, um, they announced uh, kind of what they were transforming into a character meet and greets. Um, the ones that they use for like big um, characters, a um, more authentic experience with like a bigger um, suit and different mechanics, which I mean was pretty cool, but like for them to show it like as like their last thing that they were showing was the kind of whack, but uh, it, it did seem pretty cool. Um, but I'm mean, we'll get it. We'll get into I guess the the cons once we get into the next topic too. They've been working on that shit for years. I remember seeing something years ago with literally what they unveiled for <laughs> D20. I remember seeing that video like two fucking years ago. Um, that shit was the most anticlimactic way to end the event, which. I don't know. Talk about putting a bad taste in your mouth. Um, uh, Kyle, do you have any thoughts on this? No, I mean, just like what you said before, or uh, just like when you think of since Chappick took over, I mean, Disney's kind of lost their flair, and they really, I mean, have kind of gone downhill. I mean, I know we talk about it, but like, you know, this is, you know, just him not showing up at all is so emblematic of, you know, the whole um, Chapstick experience. <laughs> and, uh, I just think, I mean, like, when you think about it, like, yeah, you know, you like you want to support Bob Iger, but at the same time, like, if anyone knows what, you know, what responsibilities you have as a CEO is Bob Iger. So I just think, you know, he could have come out and I just I just think it stops. You know, it all starts and stops with him. So when they don't have that player, they don't do a good job. It's it all comes down to him. So. Yeah. And like you guys are saying, too, like. Even if you had like a, if you were at like the dinner supposedly, like a ten minute Zoom call, or something just to do something, mm-hmm. you know, 
would have been a lot better than what happened. So right. I mean, maybe I don't know. This is sort of like what happens with when movies get a, a bad review, the director gets blamed. But when it's a good review, everybody but the director gets praised. It's it's kind of like no matter what he does, he's always going to be taking taking heat. Just because he's at the helm, he's the face of the company in a sense. Um, so maybe he's not solely responsible for all these things, but he's having executive de- – it's like the president. He's having executive decision-making, and he probably could do right. things such as the tie favorably for the people. And I don't see anything since he's been handed the baton that sends Disney in a direction of we're back, baby. And I'm I'm kind of waiting for that because – it's a place that you literally cannot find anywhere else, and he just comp- – it's being run into the ground. Um, no, well, it's uh, – Oh, go ahead. No, yeah, go ahead, Nick, I just like – I just want to give you like – I thought you know, the director analogy was really great. I just wanted to give you like another analogy. Like th- this week, you know, the Giants, you know, got crushed again, and, you know, Joe Judge is blaming all of his coordinators saying <laughs> the game plans were terrible, and he's the CEO-type coach. Uh, but it, everyone's like, but you're the head coach. Like, if you don't like the, the you know the plays they're running, you can step in, you can change it. Or if you don't like the you know their the way that they've set everything up, you can change it. So I just don't understand, you know, why Chappick is not getting involved if he doesn't feel it's it's going in the best direction. Yeah, real quick, Joe Judge is an absolute loser. That guy yeah. acts like a five year old, yeah. and they will never be anything. And until they fire him they will be ass so no judge <laughs> right but yeah so all right that's i mean we negativity is kind of easy to bash but i i think this is deserving of it because there's a lot of money being tossed around within this company and everything's gone up and i don't think we're getting anything for the extra dollar mm. um for what it's worth um Nolan, uh, anything else on D23 you want to highlight? Negative, positive, in between? Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, Kyle, did you see anything coming out for D2- uh, D23? Jesus Christ, bro. I'm fucking tired. Uh, Disney Plus, that was announced that you're excited for. Anything like that? For Disney Plus? Oh, well, I mean, the thing that I'm most excited about is the Beatles movie that's coming out soon. You know the uh, the Beatles mm. get back. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be amazing. I did see something on that. Um, I don't have Disney Plus, which I am thinking about getting because there's a lot of stuff on there that I'm really interested in. There's something that I saw for the. What was it? I'm scrolling through here real fast. It was like something about. Behind the attractions, but I can't remember what it was. Mm. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, but here's okay. So the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. It says is returning, um, in December. I love that show to death. That is a huge area that they could just wipe out and make something useful. There's another waste of space. Um. So yeah, D D23, I know uh if anybody wants to see this firsthand, I think Tim Tracker was there. I didn't watch any of his <laughs> of videos. Of course but, he was. Yeah, right. I think I'm I'm pretty sure he had 
first-hand info. So if you want to see his videos, he's got probably some stuff that maybe you folks would be interested in. Um, yeah. Um, before we move on, once, twice, sold. All right, so being a annual pass holder for Disney, I'm really glad that I got it when I did because they suspended sales of all tiers of the annual pass except for the Pixie Pass, which has obviously no dates that you can go to throughout the holiday season. Um, They sent me an email, actually, that says... Go chapstick. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was it was honestly the most like half-ass email I've ever gotten, and it's not loading. That's fucking wonderful. Um, so this is this is obviously a, what a, a temporary suspension. Is it was it because they sold too many? So I I, I honestly have no clue what is happening, and nobody does. And the thing that really grinds my ears is. You have all these people that want to go for holidays, you know, and um, if they did it for the purpose of making people spend money just for day tickets and just so they couldn't buy an annual pass ticket, I think that's hella messed up. And um, that just it, it would be a really bad look on their part. So hopefully it's for a better reason. But if not, which is a lot of people are assuming that it is the reason that so people just buy the park tickets um that's just it doesn't that that's really doesn't sit right with me or like even just a lot of people that follow it even and like i don't really get that frustrated with a lot of these things because like there's so many people with theme park ideas and opinions that are like there's they act like they're politicians and it's just like it's not that big you know but like this this thing's like actually kind of frustrating yeah, this this puts a really their spotlights going away because my my dad actually just got an annual pass right before this happened. Thank God, <laughs> and I I really want this email to come up because it's just the most insensitive email. Ah, it's not fucking loading. Chapstick. Yeah, he's probably controlling it, so I can't read it. Man. <laughs> this guy knows he's hacking into the system. Yeah. Um. Go ahead, Kyle. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't say I was left. <laughs> oh, okay, got you. Um. Yeah, this is this is one of those things where you just got to shake your head because they took away a lot of uh, penny pinching ideas with taking away the the Mickey waffle from Paris and. They're stripping away the wrong things, and I think Walt is literally rolling in his <laughs> grave right now, seeing all this shit that's being done to the thing he created. Um, but yeah, I wish I. I'm trying to stall here so I can read this email, but it's just not. It's just not loading. I'm. I don't know what to do about this, but. Um, yeah, case in point, if you want an annual pass, you can get one, but you're only allowed the Pixie Pass. Um, otherwise, if you were trying to give one as a gift, which would be a very nice gift, uh, you can't do that anymore. So, thanks, Disney, for ruining everybody's dreams and giving out coal, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So, um, what, what was the, is it me? Is it the, the game that I was going to play with y'all, or do we have something well, else? Oh, we have a couple more things. Yeah, Kyle had something. Okay, so, okay, so, the first thing, we'll, let's transition to, well, actually, let's stay on Disney for a second, and then let's just talk about this one thing, it should be a pretty quick thing, but mm. it's important to note that, um, Disney had a, a mandate that all employees get vaccinated for COVID and they just, they announced that Disney World is going to put that vaccination policy on hold for their employees. Uh, so you said, you said Disneyland is doing it? No, Disney World. Yeah, but this, this Disneyland is, or they don't, yeah, they uh, Disneyland is, I believe. Okay. Um, but I guess because of, because of Florida, um, I'm assuming that's why. Um, uh, my my opinion is obviously I think you should get the vaccine. Um, I think even if you don't want to get it for yourself, it is just for people that are around you or that you work with. They could have people that they live with or family members that obviously could be really badly exposed and that's even a better reason to get it but i'm not the biggest on the mandate you know it's a little i don't know it's just my opinion you know but i mean i will i'm not opposed to um any what you guys say or what uh like the mandate of what a disneyland's doing either so Mhm. Nick, what do you think? I mean, um I hate to be I don't really want to make this political or anything like that. You don't that. have to make it political. You don't you don't have to if you don't want to. I mean, I feel I feel like it's a lot of companies are going the we're going to force you without forcing you to get the vaccine and if you don't get the vaccine, we're going to find a way to manage you out which is like kind of fucked up in a sense because there's people who are an asset to a company that are going to lose their job over choosing to not get the vaccine, which I, I personally believe it is a choice. Um, I, I'm, I'm with Mullen on this. I, I'm not, I'm not about forcing people to do things. I think you should be able to make the decision for yourself, but I am wondering why they I mean, I understand it being Florida and, and DeSantis and all this stuff, but I just wonder if there was, like, legal pushback at all or anything like that. I don't know. It's just it, – it'll never happen in California. You're not going to have a choice out there. Sorry, folks. But <laughs> the, the folks that got transferred to Florida from California, you guys are you guys are good. Good choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Come yeah. We, on down. Yeah, we all know, like, DeSantis and – his history with, you know, not wanting people to get the vaccine and, you know, figuring out all of that. So I, I'm assuming that he had something to do with this, um, I would think, especially since Disney, you know, is one of the biggest things in Florida. Um, so that's what I would guess. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, everything that you guys said was valid. So before we move into Nick's game, I do want to talk about a surprise topic that I just saw. And I think you guys would appreciate. Oh, okay. So, I always like surprises. 
So there was an uh, this year there was an IAAPA um, convention, which is pretty much I don't know what it stands oh, yeah. for, but yeah. yeah, yeah, I know what that is. Yeah. So yeah, do you? I guess it's just like a regular like um like a theme park convention, right? Yeah, it's pretty much like if they have, they have like car shows, they have like different conventions, you know. And this one specifically for like you said for theme parks. Absolutely. So, um, so the Universal's chief creative officer and senior vice president at Universal Creative, um, his name is Terry Coop. <laughs> he came out with a shocking admission, saying that. Quote, I wish I had stopped senior management from making Fast and Furious supercharged. Ooh. <laughs> wow. Is oh, that not an indictment? That, nope. is, wow. <laughs> that is unbelievable. I'm surprised at that. Oh, so wait, he came out and publicly said that or he was it was leaked? Apparently he said that at the convention. Oh, <laughs> shit. Well, that guy should be uh CEO. spoke on a panel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, base first of all, good for him for being open and honest. Second, this is a weird thing for him to say and for Universal to do a enhancement to the ride instead of doing the right thing and just keeping it shut down, axing it or or maybe keep it running until they come up with a better idea. <laughs> it just that's a that's a weird catch 22 there. He knows it's a mistake, but they're going to try to make it Better lipstick on a pig? I don't. I don't get that. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I'm stunned. I mean, I can't believe that he said that. Obviously, you know, we all know that. So maybe it was their play at trying to get some credibility back. Um, But I don't know. I mean, like you said, Nick. I think at this point, they're you know they should just cut their losses and either redo the ride or try to do something else. Yeah, that's yeah, so I, yeah, but like Nick's saying, I, I respect the hell out of him for saying that. You know, people yeah. at Disney would never go out of their way and say say stuff no, like that. Never. Um, but honestly, I think, I think it's because I don't know what they're doing to enhance it or whatever in the next month or next year. But I honestly could see them, um, maybe right before the epic uh, opens, and they like it's like right after it. And just completely rebuilding the whole thing and just making it something new. I could totally see that. I think that's maybe what they're aiming for because I think they obviously spent a lot of money on it mm-hmm. and, uh, with the enhancements and stuff, it'll, it'll probably last them until then. And then, you know, like a time will come and they'll have to just decide that's like probably the best option, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of funny though the way you can just see like an, an integrity difference when you listen to anybody from the creative side of Universal talk in an interview or in an out make an announcement or whatever versus Disney. Disney feels um, plastic and Universal feels authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the transparency difference between Disney trying to keep their I mean, there's not with the age of the internet, as far as transparency goes, it's kind of impossible to keep things under a curtain now, um, just because there's so many. I mean, your your phone can capture video and 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 photos now. We don't have to worry about people lugging around cameras. 
Um, so it's kind of hard for them, Disney to keep their secrets intact anymore, especially like from the creative perspective. And Universal's like, oh, you guys want to know how we design what? Here's the blueprints. Like, this is how we did it. They're not really scared to show the effort that they put into making something. And I think Disney should just take the initiative and just just take the curtain off something once in a while. Show us how you did it. Give us give us exact specs and all that stuff. And and I, I think people would respect them more for it. I just I'm very confused right now. So shout out Universal. You guys are doing great. We love you. We hope for Epic Universe to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's honestly just wild. You know, I think Universal sees this opportunity to kind of just um, plunge out in front of Disney because they're just so far behind with just uh uh community work and just feedback from the, the fans and whatnot and universe is just full steam building this new park with like a plus features everything you know mm. and mm. like if they they knock it out you know i mean why is disney so much better than universal because now they'll have three parks i mean one of one of them being uh or disney is one of them being animal kingdom which is not the biggest uh, theme park, you know, so pretty much you're on an even level now, and I'm just curious to see kind of what happens and once it opens, because I mean they they pretty much it's pretty much it reminds me of like a like a a football team where uh, they're kind of like they were kind of losing at first, you know, and then towards the end of the season they they got a little uh winning streak going, mm. and then uh, the other the the first place team is like losing a little bit, and then all they need is a little more, get to the playoffs, and then boom. <laughs> exactly. You never know. Just get in. Um, Kyle, did, did you get your voice, your opinion on that? You want to go um, to the call or are you good? Yeah, I mean, really, yeah, I just, you know, I'm, I'm happy that, that, you know, kind of like Universal is being honest. Um, and just to, I really have something to say more on what Nolan just said was, you know, like Universal is positioning themselves so well, I think, against Disney. Because, like, Disney is so secretive, and they're so closed off. And, like, you know, Universal should, you know, it's good business to be the opposite of Disney in that way. And, you know, kind of just interact with the fans and give them what they want. Uh, I'm sure there was a huge cheer when they, you know, when uh, that you know, that guy admitted that Supercharged was terrible. And they shouldn't mm-hmm. have made it. Um, and, <laughs> and, yeah. And then the last thing is just, for dis or for for Universal, I think that it's they have a chance to really take a huge like market share from Disney because when you go to Disney, you know, versus Universal, Universal has all the thrill rides and like more adult rides, and so especially when they open the third park and if it's as good as we hope it will be, I think they have a really good chance of luring in a lot of adults who want to go on more, you know, adult rides, more mature rides. Um, Mm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, agreed 100%. Um, Shout out Universal for being the cool kid in the room. Um, (laughs) All right, that was a – that was a real – I was not expecting to hear something like that, Kyle. That was an interesting tidbit there. Um. All right, um, so uh, I was going to – I don't think we're going to do it this time because I'm, there's a lot of pages for me to go through, and I can't remember which one it's on. I was going to play a game with you guys and see 
if you guys could guess the original names of some of the OG characters mm-hmm. from Walt Disney. But I will recommend something really fast. The um, The History Channel has a magazine that they put out. I don't know if it's quarterly or every bi-monthly or whatever. But they have one based on the 50 years of Walt Disney. Um, I picked it up. You can pick it up wherever magazines are sold. And it is um, it's pretty freaking great. If you're interested in Disney's history um, in any capacity, it's definitely worth a purchase. Um, so, yeah, just a, a quick recommendation. But next week I will have that. I will find it. Um, this is too many pages for me to go through right now. But, um, uh, Nolan, you got a history portion for us? Yeah. Yep, as always, your favorite segment of the show, podcast, sure. whatever you want to call it. Um, so today, tonight, uh, being November 23rd. Um, so, um, let's see, to 20, so 18 years ago, um, Disney, um, had a movie world premiere in Hollywood, California. I will give you more details in a little bit, but I want to see if you guys can maybe surprise me. 18 years ago. Yep, 2003. Um, Finding Nemo? Finding Nemo? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Not not Finding Nemo. Good guess, Kyle. Um, you too, Nick. <laughs> uh, um, three. Can I ask a question, or you want me to keep guessing first? Uh, you can ask a question if you want. Is it is it Pixar? No. Okay. Is it animated? No. Okay. Um, Cheaper by the Dozen? Is that a Disney movie? <laughs> no, I don't believe so, but it's not ready then. <laughs> uh, 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 three. Uh, hmm. It's So it's completely live action, correct? Correct. Haunted Mansion? Correct. Oh, hey, good job, Kyle. Good God, that movie was so fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, so, try to forget that. <laughs> 18 years ago. Um, uh, yeah, and it's, I know, I, we might have discussed this a couple, or a podcast earlier, um, how there was history based off maybe them remaking it. There's still rumors. I don't even know if they're any <laughs> true anymore. It's like the same thing with like Awesome Powers. They're like, oh, there's a new one coming out, and like it never comes out. Right. Um, but yeah, it came out 18 years ago, and I know, I, I can see why Nick is not a fan, because he's an OG, he's, he's a Haunted Mansion goat, you know, but, uh, for me, who's, like, a typical fan, you know, I thought it was, it was pretty entertaining, um, I mean, I I enjoyed it when I was, like, younger, so I haven't really watched mm-hmm. it since, so maybe I'll be on the Nick side, <laughs> and yes. not like it as much, but, I mean, based off of what I remember, I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, I remember liking it when it first came out. I, alright, I remember watching this vividly in the theater, (laughs) and I'm waiting for a moment that I was like, I don't know, freaking eight years old, give or take, and I've been on that ride so many times up to that point. And I remember sitting there, and the scene where Eddie Murphy goes down into the crypt, and every everybody starts, like, 
ripping out of the <laughs> the coffins and chasing him. That was the best scene in the movie. Everything else was like it was like uh, it might as well have been the Muppets on the niche. It was just too cheesy, man. I couldn't I couldn't stomach it. I remember the guy. What was the guy's name? He was like Lurch. He looked like he looked too much for that. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember and, that guy. Um, no one shows a picture of him in the chat sometimes, and it makes me laugh like shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the storyline of that movie was terrible. But we've talked about this in a I've talked about this in a previous podcast also. But there was a rumor with um, Guillermo del Toro, who is like the king of gothic horror, gothic romance, making a haunted mansion movie called Nine 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 or 999 for the 999 Happy Haunts, and it was going to be starring Ryan Gosling, who was also a big Haunted Mansion slash horror fan, and it was going to be rated R, and it it was they were pushing for it so hard, but Disney could never do that. Obviously, they would never agree to an R-rated Haunted Mansion movie because the kids wouldn't be able to see it, and they can't make their money. Um, but yeah, fuck that movie. Let me see. Hold on really fast. Before we end this shit, let me just see what the what the ratings are. For Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion. Mm-hmm. Movie. And also, also, real quick, I one more too. Uh, when yeah, definitely. Looking it up. So, uh, let's see. Five. Let's see. Oh, yeah, so five. Fuck, I don't mean to cut you off, fam. It's 13%. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Better than zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, five years ago, this is instead of uh, live action, this is animated. You said Same 13 year? years ago? Five. Five. Oh, five. five years ago. What the fuck? Frozen. No. Not a whole lot. Five years ago. 2016. Um. Uh. Coco. Five years. <laughs> Did you get it, Nick? Nope. I don't, I don't think so. He didn't seem no. too happy about that. <laughs> five years um, ago. What was <laughs> The uh, Finding Dory? Nope. Oh, Bingo. Oh, I thought that was it. Uh, Monsters Inc. Incredibles 2. Nope. <laughs> I was, yeah, I thought the same thing. I think it's 2018, though. It's no, it's no sequel. No, nothing. Uh, no, no sequel. Oh, fuck me in the ass. Um, that means... Hmm. Oh, I'm not well-versed on recent Pixar. Um... Hmm. Oh, why am I blanking so hard? This is embarrassing. Oh, I have I ha- Inside Out? Nope. Oh. oh, that was a great guess. Thank you. Um, okay, not Coco, not Frozen. 16. No sequel. Original movie. 2016. The- that's not that long ago. Um, I want to say The Good Dinosaur, but I don't think that's it. Nope. That was a good movie. Um, uh, think of... What, can I, what hint can I give you that's like not too obvious? Uh, think of <laughs> Royal Pacific? I mean, <laughs> oh Moana! Oh, that was a little too good. Of a uh, oh yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. that was a good one. I like Moana. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, that was, was a good movie though. I actually have uh, never seen it. Really? I just saw it recently. It's very good. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. So. Yeah, Lin Manuel Miranda wrote the music. 
Mm-hmm. And then I have one question because we got on the Autonomous Mansion topic. Yeah. So what is uh, – I'll leave it just for Disney because Universal is more IPs. Um, what is one ride in any of the parks that you would want them to make it into a feature film? In Universal? Disney. Oh, Disney, okay. Any Disney park. The Jungle Cruise, I don't think that went well either, so. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) Um, This is any of the parks. I have so many options. Holy shit. They did Pirates of the Caribbean. That's worth, not worth saying. Um. What about Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one, Kyle. You should pick Thank that. you. Thank <laughs> you. I think we'll do well. Um, um, I got to see, like, the rides. That's on movies. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, Nolan, do you have one? Um, I would say... It's... It's tough. I would say probably the <laughs> it sounds stupid, but I think they could make it kind of cool. Would be the uh, the Indy Speedway. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, the Indy Speedway, the fucking go karts. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, they did that Ford vs Ferrari. Come on, they laid it up short. No, I think they could they could have like some little backstory. They can they could sprinkle it in. Yeah, Nolan, I was definitely thinking, like, Test Track for, like, a similar reason, like a racing mm. movie. Test Track would be cool. That's yeah. even a better answer. I, I give you props on that one. Thank you. The the thing I was going to say, though, was Expedition Everest, I think, could be a cool one. Mm. There we mm. go. I'm trying to think. Uh, Expedition Everest is my favorite of what y'all have said. That's a good the people one. mover. <laughs> the people mover. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what it should be? That that oh, living with the land that you guys love so much. Oh, facts, bro. That would be that. That would be better than if you have a bad day, just go in there and vibe out. Oh my god! <laughs> just put that on your TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the hotel welcome channel. It's just so tranquil. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, yeah. I mean, Soren could make a good movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tough. Like you, you honest, you like think about it, like oh, like this, but it's it's actually pretty tough when like you gotta think of like as like a a movie, you know, not just like right. a five minute ride. I was, it's funny because I was thinking about like, you know, should we do the same thing for Universal? But I feel like every single ride was already part of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I said Disney because I was like, Universal. Uh... Yeah, like, <laughs> I think like Rip Ride Rocket is the only one that I think, that I can think of off the bat that wasn't part of a property. Yeah. Yeah, that and Poseidon's Fury, I think, right? And what was the second one? Oh, yeah. Poseidon's Fury. Oh, yeah, that too. So that's about it that I can think of. <laughs> hey, they got they got a new paint job and everything, so, hey, maybe they, uh, they amped it up a little bit. <laughs> Hopefully. When, wait, does that open next year? 
No, I think they uh, they uh, took down the walls. I I think I want to say it should be kind of soon. I don't know exactly, but so yeah. So you guys got anything else? Are you good? I think I'm good. Nick, you got anything? No, I think I'm good. All right, cool, cool. All right, so uh, hopefully, as always, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed listening. Um, as always, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere else at For Your Amusement or For Your Amusement Podcast. Also, wherever, wherever you listen to us on, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere else, make sure you subscribe. And uh, hopefully you guys have a good Thanksgiving, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace.